What's up, everybody? It's Friday, August 21st, and here's what's coming up on Live Zone. There's been a major breakthrough in the murder of Run DMC's Jam Master Jay. Britney Spears loses her case against her father. And back to school can only mean one thing. The summer is almost over, and we got the hottest songs of the summer wrap up. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Live Zone. I'm your boy, Charles McBee, and I'm joined with the amazing, wonderful, Carly Henderson. What's going on, Carly? Hey, Charles. I like you hyping me up there. Thank you. Start with the compliments. You know the way to my heart. I got to do it. Got to do it. I, <laughs> I mean it so sincerely. So sincerely. Totally. I always love hanging with you, and I'm excited because it's the Charles and Carl's show today. <laughs> mm, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, there's so much going on. It's been a crazy week, as always. So let's just jump into what's been trending in the headlines. Now, after 18 years, it's finally been a break in the case of the murder of Jam Master Jay. Now in 2002, Jam Master Jay, who's one third of the iconic group Run DMC, was murdered in a studio and nobody knew why. I mean, Jam Master Jay is one of the most beloved artists and, and people on the planet. He was even credited as discovering uh, 50 Cent and other great artists, artists like Onyx and so forth. And recently, two people have been indicted in his murder, Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington. Now. The, uh, the case is still unfolding. As more ev evidence and, and more facts come out, we will definitely pass along that information, but we just want justice to be served for Jam Master Jay. Carly, have you been following this? Like, like it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I know his family said they have really mixed feelings about it. And I can imagine that, you know, it's been 18 years and yeah. then this is all getting brought up again, but I'm glad that there's like a little bit of justice and yeah, hopefully everything is as good as it can be in this situation. Yeah, 100%. For sure. Over the past year, a grassroots movement has been growing to free one of our national treasures from captivity. The Free Britney movement has been organizing protests, signing petitions to Congress, and taking over your social media feed, as I'm sure you've seen, all with the goal of freeing Britney Spears from the conservatorship that she's been on since her 2008 mental breakdown. I can't believe it was that long ago. This year, Spears and the movement suffered a major setback when a court ruled her father, Jamie, would remain in charge of basically every single aspect of her life. So under the rules of the conservatorship, Jamie has to sign off on every decision she makes from business to health and even her love life. So now Brittany and her lawyers, they're not completely against the conservatorship. They just want someone other than her father, Jamie, to be in charge of it. But unfortunately for Brittany and her fans, they were not able to convince the court that it's in her best interest to remove him for now. So as for the movement, they'll have another shot to free Britney in six months when her case comes up for review again in February of 2021. Well, I think we're all looking forward to 2021, huh? 100%. And listen, I didn't know that that was called a, a was it a conservative ship? Yeah, yeah. Conservative. I, I just thought it was called my parents. That's all I thought. It was. <laughs> like, oh, what? Sure. I have no control over my life? Who, who I date? I thought it was just, oh, okay. No, but I thought that was normal. Yeah. Toxic, that's, that's, you know? That's not everybody's, uh, that's not everybody's house. Uh, but shout out to Brittany. Hopefully, you know, everything works out with her. I, I, I'm definitely team Brittany and I channel that inner, I forget what the person's name was, but do you remember the inner YouTube person who got really upset? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany alone. All right. Yeah. He's We're all ready for All that. of us. Now, uh, the, the, one thing is for sure, I can't wait to see Brittany perform again someday. But if she was in a better space, she might have performed 
at the DNC convention this week because they had everybody in the house. Now, the DNC convention, it was held this week. And of course, it went, everything went according to plan. And by according to plan, I mean everything was different from anything you've ever seen before because it's 2020 and why wouldn't it be? Now, they had to make things virtual this year. Now, when you make things virtual, you run the risk of the, of something that's usually, you know, turned up and, and party. People are mosh pitting. There's balloons and fireworks going on. They're wondering, what are we going to do now? So what they did was they brought in some of the biggest artists in music to try and liven things up and keep people interested in what was going on amongst all the speeches. Some of the people they had were Leon Bridges, The Chicks, Common, and John Legend, just to name a few. And they even had Prince Royce, who sang his bachata version of Stand By Me. And darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand, darling, junto a mi, junto a mi. And darling, darling, stand. Now, if that wasn't big enough, they also had Billie Eilish come through and perform her current hit, my future. Voice Jennifer Hudson closed out everything Wednesday night with her rendition of Sam Cooke's Change Gonna Come. Carly, Jennifer Hudson could sing the phone book and I would be Niagara Falls. You understand me? <laughs> that is an accurate description. I 100% agree with you. Leave it up to her and let's all hope for change next year. Yeah, seriously. All right, well, never before have so many millennials cared so much about what music a dad in his late 50s listens to. But here we are, and the 2020 Barack Obama summer playlist has landed. I always look forward to hearing his picks. So it's no secret the former president has a taste for Otis Redding, Bob Dylan, and Stevie Wonder, but there were some more eclectic selections on the coveted list as well. And I know what you're wondering, WAP was not on the list. Sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> this year, he rocked out to Haim, Popcon, Little Mosey, and J Balvin, just to name a few. I mean, being featured on this list, it's been a definite career booster for up and coming acts, but I mean, that does not mean that the importance is lost on more established artists. They are so excited about this. I mean, look at the reactions from John Legend, Tiana Taylor, and Khalid, who wrote, wow, thank you so much. Oh, I love when people who are really established actually appreciate it too, and they show that they're getting excited and they're not above it. I mean, how could you be? It's Obama, right? Yo, real talk, Barack Obama can air and R somebody's album, like seriously. If he was I just know. like, like he, if, have, if he wants to like a nice retirement cushy job, just go work at Universal or Interscope and just AR somebody's next project. He can do it all. I've saved that playlist to him. Looking forward to listening to every single song on it. Maybe he'll help me discover my next favorite artist. Maybe we need to get him here on Live by Live with us. Yo, let's let's do it. I'm with it. I'm with it.
Music and politics, they've always gone hand in hand. I mean, artists are always voicing their opinions through their lyrics, but this year, especially with the election approaching, more and more artists are willing to get involved in the political process. As the upcoming 2020 presidential elections approaches, it's no surprise that entertainers would use their reach and influence to play their part and voice their views. While anti-Trump sentiment has been expressed by many musicians, especially in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, support for Biden has not been as enthusiastic as for previous presidential candidates. But with the selection of Kamala Harris as its vice presidential nominee, artists such as John Legend, Taylor Swift, Pharrell, and Pink has expressed enthusiastic support for Harris's nomination. Cardi B, a well-known Bernie Sanders supporter, has shown solidarity by expressing her own support for Joe Biden's candidacy, and even expressed her expectations for his presidency to Biden himself in a recent interview she had with the Democratic presidential candidate. We're not asking for sympathy. We're not asking for charity. We are just asking for equality. That's we it. are asking for fairness, and we are asking for justice. That is all. Taylor Swift, no stranger to using her platform for political messaging, swayed more than 65,000 people in 2018 to register to vote 24 for the midterm elections. And recently, she expressed her disappointment with President Trump for his recent handling of the United States Postal Service. Taylor also recently made headlines with another presidential candidate, Kanye West, took a jab at her on social media, seemingly continuing the feud between the two megastars. Kanye West's own candidacy has received something of a boost by Trump's own son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and daughter Ivanka Trump, who seem to be in coordination with West to make him a viable competitor against Biden, hoping to give Trump an edge in the upcoming elections. As the November elections get closer, there's no doubt even more artists will be making their voices heard. Now let's get into what's happening in new music. Somebody who I'm sure definitely would love a shout out from Barack Obama is Nas, the legendary MC, Nas here. He just dropped his new project, The King's Disease. Now, Nas is no, he's no stranger to industry beef, all right? He's battled against the greats. I'm talking about 50 Cent, I'm talking about Jay-Z. But he's up against a new challenger, and I don't know, I'm not saying Nas should be scared, but I don't know if he wants to smoke. He has some bars directed at none other than Doja Cat. That's right, Doja Cat on his song, Ultra Black, he said this, we going ultra black, unapologetically black, the opposite of Doja Cat, Michael Blackson black. Now look, Doja Cat, she did get in some trouble for allegedly venturing onto some alt-right sites back in the day, and some of her lyrics did get misconstrued as being racist. She cleared all that up, but let's forget all of that. The Queen of Clapback had this to say from Mr. Nas. I'm so offended and upset by this song. Have you guys heard Fruit Salad by The Wiggles? I'm, I don't know, like, I love both artists, okay? Obviously, Nas is a legend, but I also love Petty. I'm, I'm King Petty <laughs> Spaghetti, all right? So Doja Cat, I think she gets that one. I don't want her, I don't want Nas to release another ether, but Doja Cat, just let her have that one. Yeah, she's unbothered by it. She's been killing it this summer. She's like, I'm good, I'm not gonna worry about this. I thought it was good, clap back. All right, so we gotta talk about this other legend out with new music today. It is country superstar Tim McGraw. He released his 16th studio album, Here on Earth. So this is McGraw's first solo album in five years, because we're not including the 2017 duet album, The Rest of Our Life, which he recorded with his wife, Faith Hill. They're so cute. 
After 13 years in the music business, McGraw and Hill, they're still finding ways to celebrate first. So COVID-19 made it pretty difficult to pull off a large gathering and McGraw wasn't even really planning on celebrating the album. In step, Faith Hill and their three daughters who planned an intimate surprise release party. She wrote, the girls and I surprised Tim with our first ever family album release party. Yeah, I know. Honestly, it is the truth. We've never listened to one of our new albums with just the girls ever. I mean, that's so cute. That's what this year's about, family time. And I feel like this couple just, they really keep the spark alive. Yeah, it's wild. I'm, I'm less impressed with the fact that they've been together for so long and more impressed that they been able to be together during quarantine. Like, this is the real test. I know. Like, this is, like, after all these years, this is it. They have made it. You're they good. have made it. If they can survive quarantine and still be that in love, I am, they are love goals. Couples goals forever. Now on to Travis Scott. Not only has he dominated the music world, but he also took over the video game world, and he threw a major concert on Fortnite, and he took over the movie world when he uh, scored Christopher Nolan's upcoming film, Tenet. Now, the film is coming out, everybody's super excited about it, but people are also excited about the song and video that just dropped today called The Plan. I certainly can't wait for that. Now, if, if that's not enough for you, he has even more, all right? Travis Scott is continuing to dominate everything. Him and Kid Cudi, that's right, the Kid Cudi, are collabing on a new project, and fans are going crazy ever since they released their single, The Scots, earlier this year. I personally can't wait. I'm a huge Cuddy fan and I'm a huge Travis Scott fan. The two of them together, I'm definitely here for it. For sure, dream team, there we go. <laughs> All right, Iggy Azalea's month-long snapback tour continues. The Australian rapper, she gave birth to her son Onyx in the spring, and she's showing off her incredibly snatched waist on the cover for her new song, Dance Like No One's Watching. The new single featuring Tinashe, it's the second time the two have partnered up. They previously collabed back in 2014 on the All Hands on Deck remix. And let me tell you, this makes me want to work out right now, Charles. I need to like go do an exercise class on YouTube or something because she looks so good. I can't believe she had a kid. I'm just kicking it in quarantine here. Yeah, when I see things like that, I'm just like, can I can I do that from my couch? Like, is it possible? <laughs> yeah, maybe that? some like elderly workouts where you sit on the couch and just do move your legs around. I don't know. Yeah, I, it works for the elderly. Why can't it work for us? Come on. I, I think there should be some, you know, some collab on that. I think that's a new lane. There's a new yes. lane for us. Make this easy for us. <laughs> yeah, come on. We're millennials. What's, what's happening? Now, fresh off the XXL freshman cover. She just graduated from the XXL freshman cover, and now she is killing it in the game. That's right, I'm talking about Mulatto, everybody. Mulatto is out with her debut album, Queen of the South. Did you hear me? Queen of the South. And you might have saw her actually make a cameo in the WAP video, which is another great look for the MC. Now her single, Bitch of the South, which I'm not, that's her single. I didn't say that, that's her, all right? Don't get mad at me. Bitch of the South just went gold, so congrats to her. You can find it on Queen of the South, which also features some heavy hitters like Trina, Sweetie, and Gucci Mane. Carly, you gonna be turning up to this? You turn up to Sweetie? You know it, you know it. I also love that we're hearing more about, like, I feel like we've been talking about Trina so much since the WAP video came out. Like she's, you know, been in a combo lately. So this is cool, I'm excited for this. Okay, so from the Queen of the South on to the Kings of K-Pop, my boys, BTS, they are out with their explosive new English single, Dynamite. The disco-themed video released the song shows, while things have kind of slowed down because of the pandemic, BTS has not lost a step.
Now the group's working on a larger project for later on in the fall, but they dropped this single as a little gift for us to share some positive energy with fans and we are feeling it. And speaking of shares, it will soon be possible to own a piece of BTS. Yep, that's because the company behind the group is going public on the Korean stock market. With BTS breaking records left and right, honestly, it might not be a bad investment. Oh, I'm definitely investing in that. For sure. It's yeah. a good it's a good pick. It'll be a yeah. hit. Forget Apple, BTS. That is <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's get them on CNBC, all right? Let's do it with quickness. <laughs> Now with COVID going on, things have been very difficult for artists all over the world to try and continue their craft, especially when it comes to live performing. We're hoping that a change comes soon so that things can get back to normal and, and a struggling industry can be helped. The live music industry is a dominant cultural and economic pillar in the world and nowadays is one of the most affected industries by the COVID-19 health crisis. Live music venues were some of the first businesses to close back in March and although several industries are slowly reactivating due to its communal nature, the live music space still faces an uncertain future. With independent venues increasing debt and closures, the need for relief packages and federal assistance has become more necessary than ever. The Save Our Stages organization advocates preserving these venues throughout the United States through the Save Our Stages Act, the Restart Act, and the Encores Act. The cause has raised a lot of attention, counting with the support of artists like Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, David Grohl, Senators John Cornyn of Texas and Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, who introduced a new relief bill for independent music and entertainment. However, measures are still desperately needed as recently Congress adjourned without taking up the relief measures. There have also been new approaches to keep the show going on during this new reality. On August 15th, the drive-in concert Chords and Cars was held at the Del Mar Fairgrounds in California. England is betting on socially distanced performances, reopening theaters and music venues for small indoor events. In London, Sam Fender gave the first official concert at the Virgin Money Unity Arena, a socially distanced outdoor music venue. With elevated platforms spaced two meters apart, the audience experienced what the reality of live events may look like. To support independent music venues, visit www.saveourstages.com. Let's take action and hope we can soon experience music the way it was meant to be, live. I don't know. Look, I, I think those platforms, they might be a good idea. Anything that gets us closer to, you know, going back to festivals, I'm willing to try anything at this point. I know. I'm I'm impressed at the innovation and I appreciate it so much. Like I just want to be there. I want to see live music. And honestly, the, the thing that annoys me most about going to concerts is when like some sweaty person's like hair is pressed against my arm. So that prevents you from that unless they're in your party. So I'm into it. Exactly. Yeah, and then everything's messed up. But you know who needs to actually try some of these pods or some something with some social distancing of all places? <laughs> Wuhan. All right. Wuhan, I don't know what's going on over there, but there's recent pictures showing up where they were, you know, in pools and bodies of water, like like hundreds of people, it looked like all crammed together. Come on, Wuhan, get it together. We are not trying to go for round two, all right? I know, they haven't had new cases though in a couple months. Like they are ahead of the US right now. Well, I guess they have been all year, but I'm gonna say that pool party, not my vibe, but I'm kind of jealous of them. I'm glad they have the option to do that because we're still here trying to go to restaurants, you know? Right. Yeah, I just all hope right. things don't pop back off, but shout out to them. As long as yeah. they stay safe. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, okay, so live music, we all know, in a little bit of a disarray, but COVID has not even slowed the summer hits at all, with major drops from names like Drake, The Weeknd, Cardi B, Lady Gaga. I mean, we've had plenty of options to choose from for Song of the Summer. Earlier this year, we made our picks for which songs could be the songs of the summer. So let's see how we did. With only two weeks until Labor Day, it's safe to say all of the entries for this year's Song of the Summer have been released. Some of the early favorites are holding strong while new surprises have definitely shaken up the competition. Back in May, we made our predictions as to what songs would take the songs of the summer crown. Back when Blinding Lights by The Weeknd and Drake's Tusi Slide were solid contenders, while Say So and Savage were having moments powered by high-profile remixes featuring Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. As the summer has played out, the picture looks a little different now, with Tusi Slide and Say So falling off. Replaced by late risers like Yo Ferreo Sola by Bad Bunny, the feminist anthem was released in late February but continued to gain popularity throughout the summer. Another late bloomer was the extremely sticky Watermelon Sugar by X One Direction frontman Harry Styles. Initially released in November of 2019, the sweet song full of sexual innuendo didn't catch fire until May of this year. Aided by the release of the touchy-feely theme music video in the age of social distancing, it's rocketed up the charts since then. Even though Meg Thee Stallion's Savage Remix featuring Beyonce is still in a great position to take that top spot, it's her recent collab with Cardi B that's making all the noise right now. WAP, which is Cardi's first release in 2020, shook up the music scene like no other release has, surrounded by controversy, of course, over everything from the title and lyrics to a cameo from Kylie Jenner. WAP has been breaking records left and right since its release. Eat it up, baby, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this cookie right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Despite the late run from WAP, the best claim to the song of the summer has to be the baby's rock star featuring Roddy Rich. It feels like everything these two touch nowadays turns to gold, with each rapper having multiple songs in the top 10 this summer. Rockstar, with its melodic hook over an acoustic guitar rhythm, has spent seven weeks as the top song in music and shows no signs of slowing down going into fall. Rockstar hasn't been the typical song of the summer bop, but this hasn't been a typical summer. It's just weird to pick up the song, to pick a song of the summer this year, right. because I feel like we don't have all the memories to go along with it. We're all just like listening to it by ourselves, which is still enjoyable, but not really the same as like going to a party or going to a beach or just, I don't know, doing anything. Can you imagine like a couple years from now, five, <laughs> 10 years from now, like, you know, WAP comes out or some summer the rock star comes out. It's like, oh, what yeah. was I doing this time? Oh yeah, I was on my couch uh, hiding. I know. <laughs> I was cooking banana bread and making cookies at home. So let's just turn this off. <laughs> well, hopefully when that time comes, we will be back to live music and back to witnessing live music. But if we can't, if you can't go to festivals now, you know where you can hear live music? Do you know where you can witness and see live music? That's right, on Music Lives On. And if you missed last week, which I don't know why you would have, what the heck was you doing? But if you missed last week, here's a little bit of what went down.
Music lives on. I kind of catch myself saying that every week, but really, it was so good. Every artist, I was so into their performance. Lindsay L is such a star. Love Latte Samuels, and I feel like the show is so good just because it kind of lets you in on a secret. It's it's getting to listen to these artists before they blow up, and so I don't know. It's just good. I'm into it. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Like I love watching the show because I actually discover new artists. So not only do I get to hear live music, but I get to find out new artists that I love and get to share with other people. So it's great. Great show, great host uh, all around. <laughs> it's just so dope. It's just so dope. But that does it for us. Thank you so much, Carly, for joining with me and kicking it with me today. I really appreciate you as always. I always love hanging with you, Charles. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Now for more on music culture, make sure you follow us at Live by Live. I'm Charles McBee, Carly Henderson. We out.